Hey everybody, welcome back to Walk It Out. My name is Gretchen Cannon and we are back. We have not been together since November and I took a winter rest season and kept seeking the Lord about coming back and he kind of kept delaying it. And so we are back in action. We are going to do a series on our trip to the Philippines and a series on the Eastern Oklahoma County Research Center, as well as just um, some on truths and reminding us who we are and who he says we are and uh, testimonies of freedom. And so tonight I want to start with the Philippines. Uh, we got the absolute honor of going and visiting uh, the Philippines mission that we have been in partnership with for 25 years. And um, it's Word of Flame Ministries there. They have a Bible college. They have a church. They are a great ministry of, of mothering and fathering and really an apostolic flow to it. Plant churches, raise up pastors, raise up church leaders, and send them out. But um, my heart has been uh, drawn to them for many years, but it was truly knit together on this trip. And those of you that were here on the Sunday that we got to share as a team, you got to hear some of that. But one of the things that we're going to um, really focus on is um, a word and an assignment that the Lord had spoke to me in 2019 that I had submitted to the elders at that time. And it just talked about it's time that we change our focus and quit funneling money into missions and outreach organizations and actually start partnering with them more intentional. And so if, if the types of trips like mission trips and things like that were geared to the ministries that we already support, we already are in, in um, monthly financial partnership with, if we could partner with them in more ways than just sending a monthly check, it would be a fuller expression of his kingdom assignment and honestly his kingdom work. And so one of the cool things um, that got that happened since then is Steve got to go and do a youth camp there in 2019, thoroughly blessed them, and he was blessed. He went with a team, um, some people that we've been friends with for a while. They took a team, and he went and was the guest speaker at camp. And this year, we got to go and take a team with us. And it was a last-minute trip. Um, it was towards the end of January when we started talking about it, and we were on a plane the last uh, two days of March <laughs> flying there. And so I got to take my 15-year-old son, Waylon, and my 13-year-old son, Wyatt, and then I got to take Christy Gomez, who uh, I was able to walk with in M28 Discipling. And we just had a great time um, just building um, the body of Christ, honestly, in the Philippines. And so that Sunday morning, we got to share with you some stories and some testimonies. And there's, there's a couple that we didn't get to share. And so in the series, we're going to share those. Plus, we're going to actually share like what the Lord's doing in our heart and uh, how he's really changing us and molding us and transforming us into his likeness. And um, so I hope you're blessed with this. The first story that I want to tell, um, I just got to mention briefly, is um, there were, uh, at camp itself, there were a group of pastors, and some of them had their spouses with them, some of them did not. 
But what was very, um, just very empowering, I think, for the students there is it was their senior pastors. It was the people that uh, the Lord has asked to shepherd their local flock. Now, some of them were alumni of Word of Flame Ministries and what Gideon and Didas and even Christy had sewn into, um, as well as Jonathan in, in his gift set, but some of them weren't. And um, on Thursday night, it was the second night of camp, I felt like the Lord had asked for all of the pastors to come forward into the altar, and he had a word for them. And I want to read for you some of that. Um, Matthew 9, where it talks about um, that we are to pray for the laborers. Um, so what I had seen um, and observed over, over the first few days that I was there is this vast harvest. Like the harvest in the Philippines is so huge. Now it's huge in America, but you can actually see and feel it in the Philippines. Um, like they have a lot of their history is uh, a lot of paganisms. They still have uh, priests pagan priests that actually practice. They have Catholicism, they have some Muslim, um, different types of, of religions even there. And But this harvest I kept seeing was huge. And so what he gave me was Matthew 9, um, 36 uh, through 38, where it says, but when, and this is Jesus, this is talking about Jesus. When he saw the multitudes, Jesus was moved with compassion for them because they were weary and scattered like sheep having no shepherd. Then he said to his disciples, The harvest truly is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Therefore pray the Lord of the harvest to send out labors into his harvest. And that word send out actually means to thrust out. And what I actually saw was this... Um, these pastors were here and they were sewing into this generation. So yes, during services, they sat in the back or they even sat outside because the sanctuary was filled to capacity. They like nestled in wherever they could in the back and up um, in chairs by the door where they could hear. But um, they were actually investing in, in relationship. They would do things with the students. Like during the day, you would see them interacting with them. And you could see them sewing relationally into them. And um, what the Lord showed me is like, they are to pray for the laborers, but the laborers are this generation. They are the church of today that was setting in the sanctuary. And what I had seen is a vision he had shown me before, and I've got part of it written here. I'm going to read. It was a vision of a tree. It was a large tree, almost like an oak tree. And as the vision progressed, it began to get full. It was tall and it was full on the top and it produced a ton of shade. The branches um, began to get heavy with the amount of the fruit that it was producing and but it wasn't hurting the tree, even though the branches began to sag at the abundance of fruit it was carrying. And there were other trees like it around it. And it was almost like in an orchard, but it was out in the wild. The other trees weren't as big as the harvest, um, or the other trees weren't as big. But as the harvest was taken off the large tree, all these other trees began to grow. 
and the harvest of the larger tree began to be planted and other trees began to multiply. And so what I saw, like what I was asking the Lord is this was an, what was this? And he said, this is an almond tree. So I started looking up what almond trees, first of all, they, they um, thrive in community. Like, just like we thrive in spiritual family. Also, the almond is actually not a nut. It is a seed that produces a harvest, that produces a fruit. And I was reminded even of Jeremiah 1.10 where he says, I have, um, I have this day set over you nations, over the kingdoms to uproot and pull down, to destroy and to throw down, to build and to plant. And what the Lord was just showing me as we invited his presence in was those students that were standing behind them because these pastors were up at the front in the altar space were the laborers for the harvest that he wanted to bring in in the Philippines. And so I encourage those pastors to turn around and just start proclaiming truth over them and praying for them. And it was powerful and mighty. I'm going to throw just a picture up real quick, but it was a mighty expression. It was a thunderous sound of all of these pastors proclaiming like the same people that I saw so into these students relationally the last two days were proclaiming and declaring over these students that they were the laborers that the Lord was going to use to bring in the harvest. And so that was a sweet and fun experience. Also, you saw on um, Sunday a video that the staff at... um, uh, Word of Flame uh, Ministries put together, and their youth program is actually called Flaming Ambassadors, which is pretty cool. But um, one of the staff that didn't get to include her um, video because her grandmother had passed away and she was gone wrote something, and I want to share it for you. And as I share it, I'm going to put a picture of her up there with us. And her name is beautiful, but we call her Des. And uh, this is a picture of, of Christy with Des, as well as Waylon and Wyatt with Des, and then me and Des at the table. And she says, first and foremost, I would like to say thank you for your service to the Lord and to us people you lovingly served. We felt your sincere love and care for us here in the Philippines. I will never forget those teachings you shared to me, Mom Gretchen, when we were at the table. You reminded me about Jesus, to always abide in him so I can follow and walk in his ways and to fill the works that he wants me to do. Because of your teachings about Jesus, I was also encouraged to know him more, to seek him more, to love him more, so I can live the way Jesus lived, to love the way he loved, to care the way he cared, and to serve the way he served. How could I also forget the line, what's in your box? I was literally crying when my Gretchen, this taught me to always evaluate myself, to always put Jesus inside and center of my box and to desire him more and more in my life. And so what she's referring to here in the what's in your box is the identity teaching that I did on Thursday morning when I taught them a tool that we use in discipling, but it's all about like not letting anything else source your identity except from Jesus. Then Des continues, the last night of camp was also unforgettable for me because of Mam Gretchen's words. 
Last words is what she said. When she says, don't do things for Jesus, do it with Jesus. These words have had a great impact on my personal life because most of the time I am doing the works, the service in my own ways and strengths. And at the end of the day, I feel like I am always drained and tired. I forgot that I need Jesus in everything that I am doing. But I was rebuked during that last night of camp to never do things apart from Jesus because apart from him, I can do nothing and I am just nothing. I now understand the real meaning and importance of abiding in Jesus. I'm also grateful to Christy, who shared a lot of encouragement and prayers for me. It makes me more confident and bold to be used by God. Also for Wyatt and Waylon, I really appreciate these two gentlemen. They are so friendly, sweet, thoughtful, and comfortable to be with. Their simple smiles remind me to always wear my smile too, even when I'm not feeling okay. It just makes me realize that smiling makes us feel better. Words are not enough to express how grateful I am that you came to our place. I am very blessed and favored that I met all of you. Glory, to, glory be unto God who makes a way for us to meet each other. Praying that someday I can also visit your place. Love you all. I'm trying to make it shorter, but I can't. My heart is overflowing with joy for what God has done through your lives. I can't put them all into words. My heart is full of endless gratitude. And those words from Des are true to who she is. She is a woman that does seek after God, that really wants to know Jesus and make him known. And it was an honor and a privilege to be able to meet her. And I have told her multiple times, if she ever gets to the United States, she has a place at our house to stay. She is good soil, a good investment. She graduates this May from their Bible college, and then she will start her one-year internship. And so it's a beautiful um, it's a beautiful visual for us of those of us that have been sewing into the Philippines like as a church body for 25 years. Their investment is so good for us to invest in. And uh, I just love it. Just love it. Um, one of the things that we're going to do in this series is you're going to get to hear from um, Christy and Waylon and Wyatt about other things that they didn't get to tell, just like the story that I got to tell about deaths and about the pastors. They're going to share about... Um, things that impacted them, what surprised them the most, like what the Lord's been teaching them and what he did in their life. And so for one, it's great just to have an account of it recorded to be able to remind us, like I'm, oh, I'm reminded that we overcome by the blood of the lamb and Jesus's blood, but also the word and the power of our testimony. And that's what this series is about, is testifying to the goodness and the faithfulness and the trustworthiness of our Lord and Savior and how he was, how he used us, how he chose to use us, not only to be a blessing, but to be blessed. And so I know you're going to be blessed by the things that you hear from um, Christy and Waylon and Wyatt, as well as the other things that they share. And then we're going to go ahead and do a, a replay of Sunday morning 
For those of you that didn't get to see it, you'll be able to, for those of you that want to see it again, it'll be right here in this Philippine series, but also for us to be able to keep. And one of the blessings that we got while we were there, and I know we talked about it on Sunday morning, is we got to go minister at Tuba National High School. And one of the things that blessed me, um, even personally, is like the Lord has asked me for years um, to forerun things, which when you look at that in Bible Hub, it means to run through the carnage so others don't have to. When you forerun things, like you make a way. So Jesus was a forerunner for us, right? And John the Baptist foreran the, the presence of Jesus here on earth. And so it was, it, was, it was able to make a path, but to pioneer. And one of the things that blessed me greatly because of my assignment in this uh, kingdom assignment is Gideon didn't know this, Pastor Gideon. He did not know that this was something that the Lord has asked and called me to do. And um, as we were driving through town um, the next day or maybe on the way home even, I can't remember, he said, Gretchen, what you and your team did today was great for us. How you pioneered being able to make a way was so great because now it will allow other people that come to other missions groups, other missionaries to come to the United States an opportunity to speak. And that is a blessing because it's not just the words that I spoke or the, the love that we had there for them or the questions that we answered, but it actually is going to be multiplied exponentially by every other person that comes to bring the good news of who Jesus and his kingdom is into that high school. It's going to be multiplied because they are going to be able to have a pathway now to be able to speak. And so I just want to remind those of you that have called or text or written about us, those of you that have financially given, like, thank you. We felt every prayer. We were so encouraged. We actually kept a record of everybody's texts of encouragement in a document for us to be able to read and be reminded that it isn't just the four of us doing this, but there are so many of you that are partnering with us in it financially as well as your encouragement and definitely your prayers. So thank you, thank you, thank you. But we hope that you are blessed by this series. And I can't wait for you to hear all of the things that uh, the Lord did and is doing in our lives, as well as the lives of the Filipino people he allowed us to be in contact with and build relationship with. I'm going to pray us out, and um, then you guys have a good week. Father, we thank you for who you are, and we thank you that you created us to be conformed to your image as image barrier, barrier, bearers. <laughs> like you allowed us to look like you. And what an honor and what a privilege. And um, Father, we just, we don't take that lightly. And we say thank you. We thank you for every person in the Philippines. We thank you for every person at Grace Church and that's watching this uh, walk it out. That's not even in Grace Church. Father, we thank you 
that you predestined us to look like you. And our part is just saying yes. How awesome. We love you and we give you praise in Jesus' name.